0: Cheers. <laughs> I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think we
1: figured it out too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, toots, yeah. Go back in the kitchen.
1: Speaking of women, what the fuck is going on with Pitch Perfect 3?
0: Like, what do you think smells worse? Uh, Johnny Depp's breath? <laughs> oh no. Or Johnny Depp's, like, just body? We
1: started doing a podcast and the world went to shit.
0: I had on Fox News for a solid 20 minutes today.
1: Barf. Oh, Taylor Lautner is the Twitter um, werewolf.
0: I knew that. You know, magnesium's really good
1: for you. I'm never going to see hacksaw ridge.
0: So guess what, honey boy? Bye. Yeah. You need a haircut once a week.
1: I would love a haircut once a week.
0: Make America great again.
1: Somebody is going to really come for you once we have listeners.
0: How do you know what scissor smells like?
1: There's been a lot of Pitch Perfect three shit, and I'm over it.
0: Who's that smells like now, girl? Yeah, exactly. Ay. Ay. Anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: I haven't seen that yet either. You want to spoil that?
0: I think we have a different take on blah, blah. I don't even know if we're going to do it.
1: I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do it?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: This is Wigs and
2: Wice.
0: Hey, guys. We're back. Hi. Did you miss us? Because we we missed you. We did. We also missed each other a little bit more than we missed you, but that's just because... We don't, like, see you guys every week, but we see each other every week.
1: We feel you every week, though.
0: Oh, for sure. You in our us. bones.
1: Welcome to Wigs and Weiss.
0: I'm Lindsay Harbert Silberman.
1: And Paul Kroos. I
0: can never decide. Every time I say my name, I'm like, am I going to do the third name? Am I just going to be Lindsay Harbert? What am I going to do this time?
1: Lindsay Harbert Silberman. It's, it's a tongue twister.
0: It is. It's a lot of names.
1: Lindsay Harbert Silberman. I think in my, my it's pers- kind of doctor Susie. Lindsay Harbert Silberman was climbing up the tree.
0: Lindsay Harbert Silverman had to really pee. Yeah. Lindsay Harbert Silverman went to the toilet. Lindsay Harbert no, Silverman no, 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 no. had no <laughs> more of her poop.
1: No, that, she had to pee, so why did she poop? Oh,
0: right. Sorry.
1: Classic Lindsay Harbert Silverman. That's Silberman. a
0: classic <laughs> Lindsay Harbert Silverman, but Lindsay Harbert would never do that. No, she wouldn't. No.
1: Um, so welcome back, um, and uh, we have, like... Really, way too much to talk about this week, so we should get right to it. Although I will just, I think there's a little bit of housekeeping, if you don't mind. I don't know
0: housekeeping.
1: Um, how much? I think you are going to talk a little bit about the Oscars, but I the just
0: teeny tiny. But
1: that Best Picture fuck up, I know, guys. You've seen every single thing about it, but it was epic television. It was
0: amazing. <laughs> I wish it's so funny because so many things happened in pop culture.
1: It really. I mean, the Nicki day Minaj. after we were
0: like, "Hey, we're not going to record this week." And then everything, everything, everything that could have been delicious and amazing to talk about, yeah. it's like no, sorry.
1: But I will just say, I'm Team Warren Beatty.
0: Oh, one hundred percent.
1: Faye's a piece of shit.
0: I wouldn't say Faye's a piece of shit. I think she was very confused <laughs> because Warren was supposed to read but it. She left. She left him high
1: and dry. Where'd Warren, she go? Wh-
0: Warren could have manned up and said, "This is the wrong card." I think this though is he was clearly still, the wrong card.
1: I think he was looking to her to confirm that and she was like just kidding la la land.
0: Why well, couldn't he said I think this is the wrong card instead of just shoving it in her face. Well, I
1: think he was just like kind of like can you see what I see? Well,
0: they're both old yeah, they and we got to both cut some slack. But she took off. She
1: left him high and dry.
0: Did she take off?
1: She was gone. She went she went like she went to la la land. She went bye-bye.
0: Well, I don't think it's either it's obviously not either of their faults. <laughs> it's that that dude that was taking selfies backstage. Oh, with like, what's her
1: name? Yeah. Uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. You sh- like, don't. You shouldn't have your phone backstage. No,
0: you have a job to do. Like, I'm on my phone at my have, job. And By but the
1: way, that job is one thing. You make had, sure you they to say the right thing. <laughs> and did you see?
0: <laughs> this we haven't even gotten into what we're going to talk about. But did you see that there was an interview blurb of him on the red carpet that was just like. It's such a slim chance that anything would mix up. <laughs>
1: what a tort. I know. It's
0: like he totally jinxed himself. And oh, now God. they no longer cover the Oscars. I
1: know. And I can't believe he still has a job.
0: Yeah, but it's also just... Have you
1: seen his Twitter picture?
0: Uh, he kind of looks like Sean Spicer, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: see, I was going to say he looks like a thumb.
0: Yeah, he looks like Sean Spicer. Yeah.
1: And then also Nicki Minaj got dragged. I'm not going to get into it because it's way too... I
0: don't know this. Oh,
1: you didn't hear about this? No. Okay, real quick. Remy Ma, the rapper. Right. Had had enough of Nikki's like little barbs that she had dropped into a couple songs because Remy Ma is a rapper who's a little bit older and she's been around. She's also not like on the level of Kim or anything like that, but she's been around a while. Right. She went to prison, and Nikki dropped a few verses, and I think like in a Jason Derulo song too, which is like why did Nikki go over, for her? I think Nikki, I think Nikki is a little lost right now. But beyond that,
0: is it because she and what's his butt broke up?
1: Um, well. Maybe, but even that, I'm like, just, you, you got to keep going and yeah. not, I don't know, but that's her thing. And she, um, she recorded, oh, so Remy Ma, like essentially it was like within 24 hours of this verse or whatever, went to the studio and wrote a seven minute, like Nicki Minaj slam, just like tears her to shreds. It's not good. Like you can listen to it on Spotify. It's not a good song, but she just demolishes Nicki Minaj for a long time Okay, brings up like the brother who may or may not be a pedophile. Like it is, Oh wow, it's ugly. And Nicki Minaj has yet to respond.
0: Well, what are you gonna say to that? We'll see. We'll see.
1: So that's our housekeeping, shall we pop? Should we wanna, do you want to pop our corks?
0: Let's pop our corks. Pop your
1: corks. Um, you didn't update your outline this week, so I don't know what you're talking about. Which oh is...
0: yeah, I've been doing it in a Word document, so I can like really type a bunch of stuff.
1: So hopefully, we're, you know what I'm talking about, so we won't hopefully. No,
0: I haven't looked at it. I've only looked at my okay, Word gr- document. Oh, this is
1: great, <laughs> guys.
0: <laughs> um, why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, first of all, guess what we're drinking this week? Trader oh, yes. Joe's white wine. You know
0: what? Because DJ <laughs> treats us right. Why would we bite the hand of a man that treats us so nice? It's
1: the grower's reserve, too. I went up a little bit this week.
0: Oh, thank you. They're
1: sobby. Um and we're gonna spritz it, I think. So
0: get yeah, on board. We've got if some you're spinder. if you're
1: weising with us, spritz this time. Yeah. I wanna talk first about the women's day Snapchat filters. Okay. Did you see them? No. So today is Women's Day. Happy yeah. Women's Day, everybody! I took my
0: Women's Day to not look at the Snapchat filters.
1: That's a good way to. And Lindsay is actually not really working tonight, you guys. This is, um, this, when, is this, this is this is my is hom- Lindsay's trans brother Lonzy. Um, eh. And so uh, was that a, that was offensive, right?
0: Yes, because if <laughs> wait, because now Lindsay
1: Lonzy is a Lonzie, woman. So I should not be speaking any no about no.
0: You're saying that. It is my twin that transitioned to boy because you said my brother.
1: Yes, but okay. So that
0: would be okay. Okay,
1: so we're fine. Yeah, we're good. Lonzie, great to see you tonight. Lonzie is a terrible thing. I don't know why I picked it. Lindsay and Lonzie. You didn't pick it. Your father picked it. Oh, but you never I would was,
0: have changed it if yeah, I right. we're wow, really
1: okay. I'm okay. going to cut all this shit out. We're also trying to keep this down to an hour and so
0: Well, we've already
1: we're already over. Yeah, so we might
0: as well just like take a viking funeral to the sea right now cuz Okay.
1: Is- so the women's day Snapchat filters came out and they were of Rosa Parks, Frida Kahlo, and Marie Curie. Um the problem is, first and foremost, that Marie Curie is the only distinction she has from Rosa Parks and Frida Kahlo is that she's wearing makeup and has long eyelashes.
0: Oh, come on. The one white
1: woman? <laughs> yes. And then beyond that... Also, have it's... you
0: seen a picture of Mar- Marie Curie?
1: <laughs> I have not, actually. She
0: does not wear makeup, <laughs> I'll tell you that much.
1: Well, on Snapchat Snapchat she oh, does. Come on. And what sucks is that at this point, Snapchat should have learned their lesson. They've gone down this road before. There was something for, um, I think it was Bob Marley... Right. Where they like, and it like darkens your skin.
0: Don't we, don't know, we know not to, th- not to appropriate? Face?
1: Yeah, and I'm not going to ever be any of these women. And for me to like record myself giggling and being like, "Mwah mwah, sweetheart," in Ro- Rosa Parks's face is an insult to Rosa Parks Absolutely. and her memory. So Snapchat, if you're listening, the filters are great. Don't get Here's me wrong. The thing, like, but maybe you, you don't you- make them for people anymore.
0: Or or if you wanna represent a woman of color um who who was as part of this day, then A don't darken people's skin. And B but then if
1: they don't if they don't darken people's skin, they're gonna get in trouble for that too, because they're gonna be like, Oh now she's white. So just don't do no, it. If you
0: just do the eyebrow and the head wrap, you I can still, do that and it's just somebody's face. I still
1: just think it's so much easier to just not
0: but then appropriate ourselves as well. Then you run into, you run into lack of representation. Well,
1: can't they? Can't there be a filter tweak where whatever filter that it's like the emojis? The emojis have now become a color for every single activity. So there should be an option where you can like swipe up or down if you want to change the color of your filter. How about that? Check me outside. That's a good. That's a good idea.
0: I've got another foil for it. Um, If you are a black person using a Rosa Parks filter, you don't need to darken your skin.
1: That too. So So, just
0: stop. So maybe just, you know, don't give that option.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Guys, we've been apart for a while. I know. We're getting
1: getting back on the bike. It's a little bit rough.
0: Uh, No, I'm just saying that we're fighting because we miss each other so much. We were fighting? Yeah. I'm really upset right now. Okay, good, good. So, Casey Affleck won for Best Actor.
2: Boo!
0: Brightside is Brie Larson is a badass. Yay! Um, When I was watching it kind of live, he's making a spritz of y'all. I, oh my god, that is very soundful. It's like you're here with us. Yeah, can you hear it? Uh, Before all the memes and all the BuzzFeed articles, When I was watching it and she said his name, the look of disgust that came over her face (laughs) made me so happy and just like so confident that maybe now women aren't just going to like grin and bear it when they're standing next to a known sexual assaulter, you know, like... The reason so many guys in this town have gotten away with the bullshit that they pull is because women think that if they don't, if they do say something, then their careers are over. Mm-hmm. And there are several people that I know that are still up to the shit that that is the case, one hundred percent. So I am happy. I mean, it's a small gesture, but it counts. Like yeah. her not clapping and her not smiling when she said his name said a thousand things. Yeah. And I was really happy to see that. Also, I listened to his Mark Maron podcast, like his interview. That must have been so
1: much like grizzle and boredom.
0: He is just an insufferable guy who's like, you know, I never asked for this fame except I've been chasing it for fucking two decades. Like... How are you going to say that you're not going to ask for this fame? But you've been chasing it. Like, well, that was, I added on the chase. Oh, part. I'll tell you, he, just, he actually said that. No, he was just like, you know, I'm just like, I'm a regular dude. And like, I don't want any of this. And just like, but you obviously do. And hey, guys. Ever
1: since Charlie fucking Chaplin, movie stars get attention. If you don't want to be a movie star because of the attention, don't be a movie star. You can't be surprised anymore if you have to deal with Us Weekly if you are in a hit movie.
0: Yes. And if you don't want stories of you being a chauvinist, misogynistic, terrible, assaulting asshole, maybe don't be that person.
1: That too. But, like, (sighs) I mean, the Afflecks are troubled.
0: They are. I'm still... Hoping that Ben is not as bad, but... Come on.
1: All that gambling
0: and stuff. Yeah. He's,
1: he's an, an unhappy man. He is. And all this Batman nonsense, too, about yeah. how he gets fired from doing the Batman. Like, we need another fucking Batman, which brings me to my next fucking popped cork.
0: Well, this is perfect, then. It I guess is. us not being on the same page works is out. It's
1: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that there's a Pirates of the Caribbean 5? Oh, my God. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph... I didn't know there was a Pirates of the Caribbean 4.
0: I don't think Johnny Depp remembers that one, which is why there's a Pirates of the Caribbean 5.
1: I I think I knew it at the time, but my mind actually did block it out because Penelope Cruz was in it. Mm. Yeah. Uh There are five Pirates of the Caribbean movies, guys. I'm still waiting on sequels to like broadcast news and love and basketball. And yet we have still (laughs) managed to make five five Pirates of the Caribbean movies. seen
0: it? I'd and, like to know. And what is the story at this point? There Just is a no story. You should, okay, so of the same shit? We're
1: gonna put the trailer on the webpage. Um, it is nonsensical. It's so ugly. There's a CGI young Johnny Depp in it.
0: No. Yes.
1: And the problem is we know what young Johnny Depp looked like. And he doesn't look like young Johnny Depp. He looks like a bit moji Johnny Depp. Oh my god. He's so plastic and col- like a little coloring book version of Johnny Depp. It's oh. creepy. Um they dragged poor Jeffrey Rush back into this too. I'm like, Jeffrey, I Jeffrey, you're
0: better than this. But
1: Jeffrey wants another beach house, I'm sure. And I'm not I'm gonna sure. hate him for that. But they gave him a wig that looks like Cocker Spaniel ears. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ghost shark in it. Um
0: this, they're one step away from Sharknado. I hope they know that.
1: <laughs> they're like celebrate in the trailer that the character Monkey, who they call Monkey, is back. Um, and the there's the most bizarre thing about the trailer is that. Javier Bardem is also in this one, which Are you I'm you sure like,
0: it's not Jeffrey Dean Morgan?
1: It's Javier Bardem.
0: I just always like to ask that question because prob- they look it's exactly probable, alike. It's probable, but I
1: think Penelope was like, it's your turn this time. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> okay. So now Javier's Javier's in it, and he dies in the opening trailer scene.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah,
1: big one, um, because Johnny Depp like runs him off his boat or whatever, and he's underwater, and his hair is moving I like with the water. like that you called it a boat. <laughs> what is it, A ship. A ship. Whatever. <laughs> His pirate boat. (laughs) His pirate (laughs) canoe. He
0: ran him off his pirate boat. His pirate dinghy.
1: So his hair is moving in the water, and they're trying to establish that that is how his hair moves now. Because when he's out of the water, his hair continues to move as though it's underwater, but his face doesn't. You'll see when you see the trailer; it looks like Like they messed up the CGI. It's but it's horrible CGI. His face is moving all over his. They must
0: have a million bajillion dollars to make these movies. They did not put it into
1: Javier Bardem's face.
0: Poor Javier. Yeah.
1: Um, So wait,
0: is he dead? Throughout the movie, he's like a ghost. Yeah, he's
1: like got seaweed all over him. He's dead. And then there's a joke at the end about the damsel who is like, Keira Knightley removed by three because they can't find a Keira Knightley anymore. So I I feel like they just found her in such a casting, and they were like, "That first one, she was, but she's Keira Knightley." And.
0: You know she gets a lot of hate. I don't mind her.
1: If she could potentially speak without keeping her teeth closed, I would like her. Um, but there's a joke at the end about her getting naked. This new one, so this it just checks area. off all the boxes. Oh, good. So get on board, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not
0: going to get on Caribbean.
1: That boat. I think I said it both ways. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Five. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Wait. Semicolon.
0: There has Johnny to have-
1: Depp's young again.
0: There was one Backslash. already. Okay. <laughs> okay,
1: it's your turn. Okay,
0: I finally, I finally realized it was a bit. I was like, no, that already existed. They called it that again. No, oh. no, no,
1: no. Dead men tell no tales. Is the sub- I'm
0: so certain that there was already one called that, That's or what at least like one. tales by no dead man, like
1: <laughs> man man tell tales. Dead if men they keep die. their mouths shut. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> I'm don't talk curb you. about pirates. Don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs>
0: Okay, your turn. Okay, so have you guys heard about Mac Beggs? No. Mac Beggs is a trans boy, 17-year-old trans boy who lives in Texas, who won a wrestling tournament, and people are wrestling girls, BT dubs.
1: So he is a boy that is now a girl. No. No. He He is is
0: a girl. He was born born female.
1: Born female. Now
0: identifies as male, has been transitioning. And beats boys now. And beats girls now. Hmm. Okay. He It's confusing okay. because I never knew that there were even female wrestling teams. Yeah. I'm very happy there are. But, he's, but
1: she is transitioning to become a boy. Yes. Okay. But wrestling still as a girl. She
0: identifies as a he now. So Mac is okay. a boy.
1: But wrestling still as a girl.
0: Because
1: there are rules in the state of
0: Texas that you have to take part in the sports team that is reflected on your birth certificate. Okay. So while Mac would like to be wrestling boys because he identify, identifies as male, he's being forced to wrestle girls. And now people are mad <laughs> that he won the wrestling tournament. Oh, that's so good. Because it's not fair.
1: That's so good. That and he, by good, I mean atrocious.
0: It's insane. Like – you the people that are that are first, first of all 95% of the school superintendents in Texas voted for this rule to be in place mm-hmm. and now there are parents that are telling mac like get off the mat you're not supposed to be here who I am probably certain because they're being close-minded and mean to a child that they probably voted for the same rule. Mm-hmm. If you are so upset about it, then change it, but you can't have it both ways. No, You can't say that trans people aren't allowed into certain bathrooms when you know you would be so upset if you saw a man walk into your bathroom. How do you know that that man may still have a vagina? Like, these people are insane.
1: And Honestly, it's so it's so confounding to even wrap my head around like where their logic begins. That's where logic has landed now. Yeah. Is that I can't even begin to sympathize with your side because it doesn't make any sense It doesn't make any sense. This, and I want to speak properly, this young boy would like to wrestle with the boys. Yes. And you are forcing him to wrestle with the girls and then getting mad about it. Yes. So logic confounds me here. Doesn't exist. There is no
0: logic. Logic is a broken circle that does not Exists. Trump's America. Trump's America.
1: Um, that's what's his name? Mac Beggs. Mac Beggs, hang in there. You're you're wonderful,
0: and you're very talented. You're obviously very good at your sport. Yeah, and, I would, and it would
1: be great to see you get to wrestle boys because you probably kick their fucking asses too.
0: Exactly. They're just afraid of you, man.
1: <sighs> Casey Anthony.
0: Oh, Casey
1: don't Anthony. Know? Deep cut. Oh, this is gonna be no, no. It's current. Casey Anthony did her first interview.
0: Oh, I did see a headline, but I mm. haven't read about it. So please, do oh, tell. let
1: me tell you some things. So before I begin on Casey, I want to say that after watching Amanda Knox, mm-hmm. I, Canucks. Amanda Knox, Amanda Knox, thank you. I actually I, I meant to write <laughs> that joke down and then I forgot. Amanda Knox. Um, I know that there are stories that could use the light of a documentary sure. to understand it completely. As I now see Amanda no- Amanda Knox in a different way, um, Casey does not deserve this treatment. Like this interview alone. This woman, like, I'm just going to go right out. This is my first thing that might get me in trouble. She is still batshit fucking crazy, and she killed her daughter.
0: And she's out of prison, right? She's
1: never was in prison. She got um, acquitted for it.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: So, okay, let's talk about the interview. She told the AP, this was through the AP, too, cool. um, I'm still not even certain as I stand here today what happened. Which, already begins, like, why don't you begin with I didn't do it? Much right. less, like, I don't what happened okay well the ap um reported also that the entire interview from their perspective was revealing bizarre and often contradictory and ultimately raised more questions than answers about the case so i am going to go through the headlines right now but we'll also post the the full interview on the website so you can read through it because it is fascinating um anthony said throughout the interview based off of what is in the media i understand the reasons people feel about me i understand why people have the opinions they do um, she also admitted to the AP that she lied to the police Oh, good. Um, about her employment, about leaving her child with a babysitter, and about re- receiving a call from Kaylee before she went missing. She explained this away by saying that even if I would have told them everything that I told the psychologist, I hate to say this, but I firmly believe I would have been in the same place because cops believe other cops cops tend to victimize the victims. Wait I understand now. I see why I was treated the way I was even had I been completely truthful. So this is like a multi-layered thing, but let me just say
0: that is the craziest thing I've ever that heard that is the
1: confession of a sociopath. Yes, that is the confession She's of someone that's saying like I mean I could have told the truth, but, but I would have been in the me same anyway right. So I just lied and I I lied really well. Um, and she, if she's admitting to lying to just about three things, she definitely lied about more.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: also, her father is the one that she still blames to have killed Kaylee, and her father is a cop, so I feel like that's a little bit of a jab oh, to her yeah. father. Um, it's, I mean, it's borderline sociopathic, and just... I,
0: mean, I just feel like reward. she sounds like
1: one of these people that got away with murder. Um, well, she,
0: it seems like she, she literally did. Yeah. Uh,
1: the AP also asked her about the theory presented by the lead defense attorney who suggested that Kaylee drowned and her death was covered up. And she said, everyone has their theories. I don't know. As I stand here today, I can't tell you one way or another. The last time I saw my daughter, I believed she was alive and was going to be okay. And that's what was told to me.
0: Who, who told, what?
1: The last time I saw my daughter, I believed she was alive. Let's start there. You didn't know she was alive? And if you didn't know she was alive, that means you somehow were involved with her.
0: Right, you thought that something could have happened to her to cause her death.
1: Um, Also, the Florida judge who tried Anthony's case, whose name is Belvin Perry, which is just one of the best (laughs) names I've heard in a really long time.
0: Belvin.
1: Belvin Perry said that, and this is recent... The most logical thing that occurred, in my eyesight, based on everything I know about the case, was that Anthony did not intentionally kill her daughter. I think based upon the evidence, the most logical thing that happened was that she tried to knock her daughter out by the use of chloroform, which there's proof that she was, like, Googling mm-hmm. chloroform, and gave her too much, which caused her daughter to die. So that's the judge that tried the case.
0: Why was she knocking her out? For fun?
1: I mean, everyone's got their hobbies, Lindsay. Sure. <laughs> <Wansy>.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, some
1: am Anthony now lives with a private investigator who happened to work on the case, which is also weird because like she's...
0: sexy times?
1: So she's helping him with some investigative work. I wouldn't. And then the last thing she likes to leave us with is, I don't give a shit about what anyone thinks about me. I never will. I'm okay with myself. I sleep pretty good at night.
0: Well, that means you're a <laughs> terrible person. So
1: I'm taking all these things out of context, as we do, but... We're going to put the whole interview on. You can make up your mind.
0: Even just a parent who lost a child to say, I sleep pretty well at night. Yeah, I'm good. It's like, well, I know people that have lost their children, and they still don't sleep well at night. No. It affects you for the rest of your life. So for you to be like, "Hey, is going to hate. <laughs> I'm sleeping just fine. It's like, okay, Casey. Something, something. Hashtag team breezy. <laughs> Hashtag squad goals. All I need is me, number one. Hashtag me. Um, I just want to touch on Danny Masterson. I don't know about what you he's don't, up to. See, this is great. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> It's like
1: we just met.
0: Oh my god, it's like our first date. And we're talking about murder and now rape. I'm I'm doing a lot about it. I haven't even gotten to Trump assault. yet. No. Can you believe it? Murder and rape mentioned and no Trump? <laughs> so weird. Um so Danny Masterson has had three women come out against him and say that he allegedly either raped or sodomized oh, them. These motherf- um apparently
1: stop raping people. Just
0: stop <laughs> raping people. Like especially Danny Masterson, if this is true, you're a relatively good-looking guy.
1: Yeah.
0: I would have I would have gone for it in my He's early rich, 20s.
1: And Rich is is cute enough. Yeah. Like he I mean, if I'm leading to your point, you're yeah. saying like you don't need to do you this. You don't need
0: to do this. Um one woman that accused him said that he sodomized her when she was passed out in a party. <sighs> She was a Scientologist at the time, and so uh, the Church of Scientology allegedly said that they would label her a suppressive person if she came out with the allegations, so she kept quiet. The second one said that he raped her at a party in 2004 and went to the police, filed a report. That report was basically thrown out because... Guess what? Scientologists came out and said that they were, like witnessed it and made her not credible. And then the third woman, there's nothing known. I think it's sealed. There's nothing known about her. But do you know who is now... Um, supporting these women to come out against him,
1: Leah.
0: Leah, get yeah, Leah, Leah girl. Leah season Reveni. two, season two. Oh, get him, get him, yes. get him.
1: Drag him, drag him, drag
0: him, drag him, drag him. Yes, Leah. So of course his reps came out and denied the allegations, but the LAPD have said that they have opened up investigations, so they're looking into it. Um, so yeah, we don't know that he's a rapist but these women are nameless and faceless so they're not doing it for attention and this was also over 10 years ago so do with that what you will yeah
1: take it do what you want
0: and it's not like the church of scientology has ever been known to cover up things what? to protect their members like Come they would on, never do that never never so you know what danny's probably like He's Just probably, a really nice guy who's misunderstood. I bet. Who stuck his dick <laughs> in a girl's ass when she was passed out traffic.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I actually do have one more cork to pop before we leave this section. Do you know about Jameis Winston?
0: No. Oh, this is so good. So do you
1: know who he is? I didn't know who he was. No. But he's a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's shocking that I didn't know who he was. Go Bucks. Um, and I'm just going to tell you what he said, and then I'm going to direct you and the rest of the audience to get m- the thoughts on it, because they've been said better than I ever could. Okay. So this is what he said. He went to a... Jamison. James J-A-M-E-I-S, Winston. Okay. Um, he went to a school classroom and spoke to, I believe, like first or second graders and said to them, and I quote, all my young boys stand up. The ladies sit down, but all my boys stand up. We strong, right? We strong. We strong, right? All my boys tell me one time, I can do anything I put my mind to. Now, a lot of boys are supposed to be soft-spoken. You know what I'm saying? One day, y'all are going to have a very deep voice like this. One day, you'll have a very, very deep voice. But the ladies, they're supposed to be silent, polite, gentle. My men, my men are supposed to be strong. I want y'all to tell me what the third rule of life is. I can do anything I put my mind to. So in honor of Women's Day, which is today, I would like to refer all of you to the most recent episode of The Read, which is a four-year anniversary special that they did, and Crystal dedicates her read to this gentleman and says it in about eight minutes, tearing him to shreds in a way that I never could. So um, you should listen to the whole episode because it's a great episode. And um, we've talked about the read before. You should be listening to a period. But if you have limited time, you can jump to one hour and 34 minutes, and you will get her thoughts on this. And trust me, pr- I promise you, it's worth it.
0: I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah.
1: So that's my last cork.
0: Ooh, that, that made me, my blood just, a uh, boil. Yeah. There was some stuff
1: about Emma Watson and Beyonce, but we'll have to just. I mean, this is the problem, guys. We've been away two, for two weeks. Yeah,
0: we won't leave you for two weeks again for a little while. Yeah,
1: but if you do know about the Emma Watson and Beyonce stuff, I actually am good with Emma. It's all good.
0: I know a little bit about it, but I didn't look enough into it. So, oh, well, moving you can on. Tell me about it. I'll later. tell
1: you. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it offline, shall we? Sixty seconds.
0: Let's sixty seconds. Okay.
1: Would you like to go first?
0: Yeah, I'll go first. I don't know if. You know what, fuck it.
1: All right, in three, two, one.
2: 60 seconds of scorched earth.
0: From Russian ties to tales of wiretapping that lack any proof or merit, the Trump administration certainly doesn't leave us lacking material to fill 60 seconds. However, with it being National Women's Day and I being the proud owner of a a vagina, I've decided to focus on Trump's views on humans like myself. Um, First to prove his newfound wokeness, not my president Trump tweeted today two tweets about National Women's Day. I will read them to you now. On International Women's Day, join me in honoring the critical role of women in America and around the world. And I have tremendous respect for women and the many roles they serve that are vital in the fabric of our society and our economy. Such a mess. So. I could talk about a lot of things right now that directly contradict the history of his behavior with women, including, but not limited to, referring to women as pieces of ass, dogs, and pigs, calling a woman disgusting for wanting to breast pump during one of of his many times in court, being accused of spousal rape, and, of course, bragging about his tendency to sexually assault practical strangers because he's famous. But the thing that is most interesting to me in this specific moment is the crafting of the second tweet, and I will tell you why. Let's break it down. I have tremendous respect for women and the many roles they serve. Mm. Did you hear that? Now, when your brain hears that phrase, many roles they serve, it may have made you feel a little weird like it did for me. That's because the phrase most commonly used is roles they play. Trump's decision to use the word serve is very telling in the way that he looks at women. The definition of serve is to perform duties or services for another person or an organization. Well, the definition of play means to take part in. The use of serve makes women seem subservient, while play would correlate to an equal part. It may seem small and nitpicky, but don't forget the devil is in the details, and Donald Trump is certainly not the exception. Although with Donald Trump, the devil is in the details, the broad strokes, and everything in between. He's the devil, he hates women, and he's never respected them. Fiend.
2: Nobody respects women more than I do. I have great respect for women.
1: I love... uh, Woo! You guys, Thanks. my wig fell off from Ooh, that. Oh. My
0: heart rate got up. Good thing oh. I didn't go to the gym today because I just got my workout. <laughs> this
1: is not cardio. <laughs> Angst is my cardio.
0: <laughs> Angst is my cardio. Oh. Oh, I've got to make a t-shirt.
1: T-shirts. Um, well done and well said and agreed. Thank you. We're not timing. I mean, like, I'm wrong. No, right. no. Just, guys, we're also, just-
0: <laughs> I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> um, I saw, I I can't, I don't know who to credit um, because I didn't see the name and I don't wouldn't even know if it was the original one. Online, somebody replaced Donald Trump's eyes with two, like, small versions of his mouth. And it looks exactly <laughs> the same. Because he's always so squinty and frowny that oh. it, all of his facial features could be exchanged. And it's the same fucking pallid. It's melty. slowly
1: becoming the scarecrow mask from Batman Begins. That thing that Cillian yes. Murphy puts over his yes. head. It's, if that were orange, we'd be fine. The only problem is the color. It's that like droopy thing with just like holes and sag.
0: Yeah. He's holes and sag.
1: That droopy thing with holes and sag. Oh, Oh. (laughs) now that I'm like, now that I say that I do, I didn't know like a time or place for this, but I was having lunch with one of my old coworkers and she told me that her children on the playground, the children have begun a chant. And I think we need to make sure that everyone knows this chant. Please tell. Because if it gets back to him, he'll lose his mind that the children, the children, everybody, are saying this in the playground. Are you ready? Yes. Donald Trump picked his butt all the way to Pizza Hut. Yes. And that's it. And they say it over and over and over again. So if you guys know kids or you just want to continue this, if this gets back to him, he will lose his mind. He will lose his mind. Say it with me now. Donald, Donald Trump, Trump picked, picked his, his butt, butt all the, the way, way to Pizza, Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that makes me so happy.
1: And so the kids are saying it. It's getting it's I mean
0: Well if the kids are saying it, that's where know, it starts.
1: <laughs> that's where it begins. Alright, I'm ready. All right. Go for it. Ba- big girl. time meat. Okay. I'm, just I'm gonna give count it. Three, okay.
0: uh, three, uh two, uh one. Sixty seconds of scorched earth. <laughs>
1: There's just way too much to talk about in two weeks from having not seen you guys. So I'm just going to talk about Trump le- leaping out from behind a partition to scare children.
2: Did you mm-hmm. see the video?
1: Okay. Um, I've watched this video, and if you haven't seen it yet, it's when uh, the, the White House reopened to visitors, and there were a bunch of children there, and they told Donald Trump that he should move out from behind a partition and surprise them. And they all screamed, and I'm sure one could argue that they screamed with delight, but they screamed. Um, So I've watched the video approximately 10 times today, and I have to say it gets better with every single viewing. Um, There's a couple of things of which to take note. First of all, at the very start, keep your eyes peeled for the guy with the phone directly behind Donald. (laughs) It is imperative to him that these children scream and give a good goddamn photo op so mommy doesn't get the wooden spoon or the curling iron again. Um, I also love that he stepped out in front of a portrait of Hillary.
0: Oh my God. I didn't (laughs) know that.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I like to believe it wasn't intentional because he doesn't seem that savvy. So Hillary is just standing over him as she rightly should be women's day. Um, he says, come here four times to a child before making a face of pure irritation that it's already taken the (laughs) child this long, but he doesn't stop there he resorts to a two-handed index finger beckon that even a docent at the Alamo would be too embarrassed to break out in Mm -hmm. front of a group of disinterested tourists. And I'm not going to shit on a kid, but it's Women's Day, so I need to speak out on how this person is obviously not a girl or a person of color. Between that smirk and his weird little okay signal, I guarantee you his name is either Ryder, Tanner, Wyatt, or Colton. No offense to anyone with those names. And I'm not going to shit on a kid, (laughs) but it's Women's Day, so I'm compelled to issue a warning. You know how they do those aged up photos of kids when they go missing so we could imagine what they look like now? They should do those for this kid's little smirk and post them around college campuses in about 10 years. Oh. And I'm not going to shit on a kid, (laughs) but it's Women's Day, and I have no fucks left to give about kids that like Donald Trump. This kid looks like Draco Malfoy, but with the hair of Sid from Toy Story and the passion of a U-Haul manager who just found out he can legally turn two out of his six neighbors on the street into INS. (laughs)
0: Holy shit.
1: But I'm not going to shit on a kid.
0: Didn't shit on a kid. But you know what, guys? Some kids are assholes. Yeah,
1: and I think this kid might be.
0: Yeah. Well, if he's there and really happy about Donald Trump, I'm going to say did that... Did you
1: see the little okay signal he did? Yes. He's just like... Ugh. I was like, that's what he does to his bro.
0: And to his mom. At a frat party
1: in five years. Yeah. When he dropped the roofie in the drink.
0: Ah. Uh, am, I, am I going too far? Uh, we um, didn't shit on a kid. It was all hypothetical. I'm Relax. not going to shit on a
1: kid, you guys. I'm not that type of person. No. If you think I did that, you're the problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Um
0: do you want a troll patrol? Yes, I have a troll patrol that I'm very excited me about. Me too.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> we're back you guys. <laughs> uh, All right. I start feel like me I just up. had a Howard Dean. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone that's listening with their headphones just lost their minds. Like, Sorry guys. Yeah, we're working on the audio guys. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, shut up. We were just talking about how it's so amazing. We have a podcast and we know nothing about audio engineering. Not that you could ever tell, especially those times it sounds like we are in a fish tank.
1: Well, we got past that.
0: Yeah. We're better now. You guys, get,
1: get over it. it. Troll Patrol.
0: Troll Patrol. <laughs> so uh posted this to our Facebook page this week. Um, the There was a New York Times article written by um, a children's book author who, um, her name is Amy Krauss Rosenthal, who's dying of, I think it's ovarian cancer, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Um, The article is called, You Might Want to Marry My Husband. And it was basically her last love letter to him saying like, this is why my life with him was so wonderful. And I understand why you would fall in love with him too. And this is me giving him my blessing to move on after I die because she is most certainly dying. And it, it is. It's
1: unbelievable. I read it's an it. It's incredible and just piece. Just even like the like the opening, like her children now being out of the house, mm-hmm. and like that section of plans. Because who doesn't Ugh, think about who doesn't
0: think about if that? you
1: if you are with someone for that long and you have children that that is now your next evolution in life, and to know that that's and it's going to be such a beautiful time yeah. too. And there's enough articles written about how marriages the, are impossible. And that hard. It, and, and it's really and nice and to hear one from...
0: Absolutely. <laughs> from granted, a perspective.
1: Fortunately, from that perspective that she's dying.
0: But of course, because the internet is a horrible place full of self-righteous assholes, it was like, oh, so sorry you're dying. I have some notes. No. Um, I'm not going
1: to be able to take this.
0: So uh, there's a Jezebel article about this lovely article that um, linked to it. And then there were some... Self-righteous nincompoops that decided that their two cents on how she should have written the article fucking matters.
1: Let me tell them right now before you even read one. Fuck off. Sorry, Mom.
0: Nobody cares what you have to say, Iris J.K., who probably...
1: That's her name?
0: That's her handle, who probably graduated from community college with, like, a minor in creative writing, and suddenly she knows how to tell a woman who's had a career in writing how to send her last dying love letter to her husband. I'll read it to you now. I like this piece, but I found myself wishing she had, even cheekily, detailed some of her husband's bad points. As she herself notes, she makes him sound like a prince and way too perfect to be a real person. You have to name at least a couple of assholeish or annoying qualities, we all have them, in order to humanize someone in writing. That's one thing that hurts this essay, but again, much of it was very good.
1: Garbage face, possum, carcass.
0: Even Eared Trousers writes, Yeah, you raise a good point. I also think this place is a heavy burden on the next person with this image hanging over their heads, let alone that first date. But as a farewell to her husband and a peek into their lives, it's great. So there were people that came back. Um, I'll, I'll read the tall blonde is sad, scared, and angry's comment. Uh, she says, what? No, you realize this was not an actual dating profile for him, right? This was, in essence, her final love letter to him. Why would she waste time saying, I love you, but I wish you'd picked up after yourself more often without me asking? Um, and which by the I think, way, the
1: rules of creative writing do not apply in this scenario. The
0: rules in in journalism, in writing op-eds, in personal essays, when when death is coming and you just want to say your final words. I'm sorry. You're allowed to break the rules. You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. Like she just happens to be an accomplished writer that the New York Times is publishing this right. article.
1: And it's part of modern love. Like it's not there to be a front page no. article. It is a
0: The reason it blew up is because it touched
1: people. Iris, JK, why don't you get your red pen and reach out and grab the Year of Magical Thinking and see what you can do there because I'm sure your notes will come in real handy when Joan is tearing her heart out about her daughter and husband's death. Yes. Could you actually offer some insights about like...
0: I would love to see that your daughter was like not the perfect kid. I mean, there
1: must have been times when she threw up on the carpet when she was dying.
0: Maybe she had Kool-Aid and like it stained. Uh, Could I just like get that kind of insight because it makes you feel more human yeah, the
1: thing is like i need to feel her as a human before i can be touched with
0: her dying. like i'm never gonna know her because she's dead right but i need her to feel human to me like not like a ghost you yeah, know yeah like she's too perfect so anyway yeah these people need to know what it's like to lose a loved one and also know what it's like to be able to have these words from a loved one before they go
1: and know what it's like to write something that matters.
0: Exactly. Ooh. <sniffs> Bye.
1: Um. This is what Troll Patrol is all about, you guys. Yeah,
0: calling out. Calling out these. Dragging f- these people. Fucking like for what they deserve to be dragged for, and like knowing. I think that people also need to know that not everything needs a note. Yes. Not everything needs your opinion
1: because everything can be noted. Anything can be noted,
0: and in make your, all your it note means matter. That you want to talk.
1: Make your note matter. Make your note mean something.
0: And when you come up with a note, ask yourself three times over: Is this actually going to improve this person's life? Is this going to improve their writing? Is it going to improve my relationship with them? Well, and if the answer <laughs> is no for two out of three, <laughs> don't fucking do it.
1: And you have just launched me right into my Troll Patrol again. We should never prepare (laughs) for this. We should never prepare. Because I think Troll Patrol is also not just about calling people out, but it's calling them out and giving them our insights on what they're doing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to just be someone that does that. I don't want to just say, like, this person is writing like an idiot. This is why I think you're writing like an idiot, and this is what I think you need to correct about yourself. I love it. Heidi L.
0: Okay, Heidi L. From...
1: How do you say Milpitas, M-I-L-P-I-T-A-S, California, Milpitas, Milpitas,
0: Milpitas, I don't know.
1: Wherever it is. She, I stumbled upon because uh, just this past week, why we couldn't record last week is I was driving up the coast of California and I stopped in a few cities. And one of the places I stopped into was the Hitching Post restaurant in Buellton, California. Love it. It's a wonderful restaurant featured in the feature film Sideways um it's a great steakhouse it's exactly what you want a steakhouse to be it's unfortunately become a magnet for negative reviews because it was in Sideways. Right. If it were on the side of the road, people would be still lined up outside the door, but they wouldn't be there because of the movie and they make it to California once in their lives and all of a sudden it's not the best steak they've ever eaten. Right. So I was like, let me dig up some stuff on The Hitching Post, which I'm calling today The Bitching Post.
0: Yes! <laughs> also, one quick side note Sideways y'all realize no. when people make a movie, especially a smaller budget movie like Sideways was, they are location scouting in the area that they're shooting in. The Hitching Post, while it is relatively famous and, like, a great restaurant, it probably mostly just worked out for the film. Like, they weren't trying to be like, hey, everybody go to this restaurant.
1: And in the context of the movie, it's not shown as the greatest steakhouse on earth it's where they go at the end of their day to saddle up at the bar and meet the bartender and like meet the locals which is exactly what it is which is exactly why we went on a monday night by the way and on mondays through wednesdays they have their burger night and their burgers are made from the leftover steak that they've had from the child and trust and believe it's one of the best burgers i've ever had i'm sure Bubba's i've ever had so back to heidi l so Heidi L is a special kind of Yelper that I'd like to identify at this point. I like to call her a DH, okay, because her reviews mean. are filled with didn't happen.
2: You have Yel- a review yes, where it's yes. like, no, there's
1: this no
0: way that didn't happen. happen. Yeah.
1: So her, I'll start with her hitching post review, and you know you're gonna feel a certain way, I think, but then trust me, I will address it. So this is the review. I have never been treated with so much disrespect. Our waitress didn't greet us and the whole time that we ate never came to check on us. She did, however, manage to keep giving us the dirty, watchful eye as she hid behind a cabinet that you encounter when you walk in the restaurant and stare us down as if we weren't good enough to be there, D.H. I'll say that every time. Then, when it came time that we finished our meal, we waited a whole hour before she even gave us our check, D.H. She didn't ask us if we wanted anything else. She just put the check on our table and left. What makes it worse is that she was the floor manager that night. DH, managers don't wait on people. Did she have a problem with the color of our skin? Most likely, especially since she was chatting it up and laughing with the rest of the customers. If you're wondering, yes, I did report it to the owner management, and they did not return my calls. They would always take my name and number down, and one night, I even got an obviously frustrated response. Look, we cannot help your kind of situation right now, okay? Try calling tomorrow from this time to this time and looking for so-and-so, D.H. Now, I want to be woke and aware of racial issues more than anyone. You guys know that. So I dug into Heidi's former reviews to make sure that this was a fair assessment coming from her. Okay, good, good, good. Regarding CVS, and I quote, their staff is really nice. Even the, quote, special ones go out of their way to help you. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, regarding Dunkin Donuts this DD's is so ghetto fried it's not even funny regarding Dave and Buster's I hope you all die from emphysema and or lung cancer if you habitually come here by choice and regarding Ross, stress for less I came back only about 15 minutes after I had left and they had this crazy Albanian lady as a manager that was obviously too stupid to understand that she could just look up a missing receipt since I had used a credit card a racist is one thing a racist who claims people are racist towards her is a special kind of terrible.
0: The thing with her is that she's obviously she's obviously taking on the judgment that she puts on other people.
1: Absolutely. And I can sympathize with what that must feel like.
0: It must be exhausting. It must be because very she's exhausting. A judgmental motherfucker.
1: And speaking of exhausting, I would like to give you my favorite of her
2: reviews. Please.
1: This was from the time that she went to Palo Alto Bicycles on, at 171 University Ave in Palo Alto, California. And I have got to tell you guys, a negative review from Heidi L is the most positive review that could be ever given. So you guys should definitely uh, patronize Palo Alto Bicycles based on this. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a long one, but hang in there. It's worth it. I tend to be toward the paranoid side when I suspect I'm being treated rudely. Oh, no but, <laughs> but because I talk myself out of overanalyzing the situation, I try to reason out everything before I flat out say, these employees need to get the stick pulled out of their rectum because really, you couldn't possibly make more than most of us purchasing a bike from your minimum wage ass.
2: <gasps>
1: I walked in one lovely Saturday morning thinking I was having a good day, admiring all the bikes, since I have planned on getting one for quite some time even before it became the cool thing.
0: Oh, come on. Get off
1: my wagon, bandwagon jumpers. No one comes up to me. Not one person looks up from their conversation about their sorry lives and pathetic dates. But I figured, if I looked in that direction long enough, someone at least say, hi, after awkwardly meeting eyes. 20 minutes later, I'm still hearing about this bum's date, and no one has even acknowledged my casual cough or sneeze. Fin- say excuse me, I need help. <laughs> Finally, after half an hour of waiting,
0: <laughs> no,
1: and my pathetic pleas for attention, I walk over and say, "Hello." I was wondering if any of you could give me any ideas as to which bike you recommend for a first-time owner. That would be the lowest maintenance possible, since I don't know much about bikes. Pause for a moment. How much you want to believe that even if she had waited thirty minutes, DH, she would not be saying this sentence?
0: Oh, definitely DH. not.
1: But that's what she says. She says. She says, she says, and two men look me up and down when one says, if you don't know anything about bikes, you're in the wrong place. As he turns around and continues to talk to the other knucklehead standing next to him, DH. Again, trying to reason this out, I responded, well, isn't that why people go to medical school to be doctors? Chefs to culinary school? Children to kindergarten? What are you here for if not to answer questions? He responded that this was only a bike store and he shouldn't have to teach me about the basics of a bike. Basics? Hell, I'd have settled with him pointing one out and leaving me with the tag to look at the information myself. These guys are rude and slimy. Oh, and to you two jerks working that morning, don't be mad at us because you make $8 an hour. It's funny because looking at 99.9% of the reviews, everyone who gave these jokes, mo- these jokes more than three stars is white and everyone else below that isn't ironic. Heidi L, you're the problem. You're a troll girl. Delete your account.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know what
1: else to say there. I mean, yeah, I feel like no, it's she, been said. I, it's again, we're back to the broken s- circle of logic. Exactly. There's nowhere to begin with Heidi. Right. We are at a place now with people like Heidi, these trolls. All I can do is tell you what you're doing wrong and hope, hope that you can hear a little bit of that and maybe do something maybe, with your life. maybe
0: look in the mirror and just be like, oh. I, I was, hate me, I doing... but I don't have to take
1: that out on other people. Right. That's all.
0: And I was doing the things to other people that I was accusing other people of doing to me. Okay. Okay. Heidi, it must be exhausting. Take a nap, look in the mirror, realize life can be better than that. Life gets better. It gets better. Um We got to flip our wigs.
1: Let's flip our wigs, but I have a just a little tell real quick.
0: Okay. It's oh, so shit, quick. Oh, shit. We have reality check, too. Oh, Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> Tell you
2: know
1: we all This is the problem, you guys. We have so much talk about.
0: I mean, do we? We can
1: do a. We should do sixty seconds of Bachelor.
0: Let's do let's it. let's make it happen. Let's do
1: it, you guys. A whole new segment has been born. Sixty seconds 60 of seconds Bachelor. Sixty seconds of Bachelor. Because man, this week's. I mean, I'm never watching this show again. No, I'm out. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm out. Like. <laughs>
0: Rachel's gone, and she was the only one that was charismatic and amazing. And even Nick knew knew that, but he's not going to end up with anybody. That's my theory.
1: I hate Vanessa so much. (laughs) I hate Vanessa
0: so much.
1: All right, just I hate Vanessa so much. I hate Vanessa so much. She and she's going to win because Raven's nice, and she is awful. And her and his issues with her are so weirdly talked about. The way they talk about them, I'm like, are you guys even?
0: You're traditional. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're traditional. I'm an American.
1: I'm proud to be a Canadian. I'm a lot like you. That scares me. I'm scared like you. And I like that. I'm tears, traditional. tears, 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 tears. I'm scared of tradition.
0: Tears, 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 tears. I'm a
1: frosted mini wheat side. I'm the healthy side. Like, what are they ever talking about?
0: And that that raven orgasm montage.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: There's no way he made her come. There's no way. I
1: love that, like, she, at the end, like, just bounces into an elevator. I was like, where was she? Planned Parenthood? Right?
0: like <laughs> Plan B. <laughs> um. There's no way.
1: His rose ceremony? I was like, Nicolette, get it together.
0: Like, and... Ugh. There's no reason that he should have let Rachel go.
1: And what he... Do you remember I wrote down what he said to her when he said goodbye to her? I just want you to know how much I know you're amazing and how I think it all the time and that has never changed and that will never change. Dude, that's weird. Yeah. If you know she's amazing and you will think about it all the time and that will never change, you should probably be with her.
0: Also, though, at the end of Women Tell All, he was talking about how he's in love with both of these girls. He's just... He's playing the game... Snooze Magoo's Fest because he's so boring.
1: Have you seen his picture for Dancing with the Stars? Yes. My God.
0: You want to say it or do you want me to say it?
1: homosexual Exactly.
0: <laughs> homosexual I feel like it was better for you to say it than for <laughs> me to say it. So thank you. Um, um,
1: more about the women tell all. I have to say my DVR only recorded the first hour and it's the first time my DVR was smarter than I was. I was like, thank you for God's sake.
0: There was nothing that happened. Really. Truly. Except for Corinne was Corinne and...
1: Oh, wait. No, there is something that happened. Can we talk about um, Liz? Liz. Oh, God. I hate Liz. We have to talk about Liz.
0: Okay. Okay. Because there's a big
1: picture thing with Liz that I would like to address.
0: Liz, nobody slut shamed you. Nobody slut shamed you. And for you to come out and act like you were dragged all over the place because you slept with Nick before the show, that did not happen. What happened was you were thirsty, you went on The Bachelor, and you had an interesting story because you had fucked the guy before. That is not a way to play the victim card. You're not a victim. You are an operator, and that's what's happening. And for you to also cry about Christina, who you barely knew. You just need all the attention in the room. I've known people like you, and I do not like you.
1: <laughs> you said everything I want to say, but I'm going to say it again. Because, I mean, okay, anti-bullying is a great thing that has happened to this country. We should
0: Absolutely. But
1: n- unfortunately, there are people out there that have taken it and started using it on The Bachelor. Um, it was a basic question about why you went on national television, and you turned it into a rallying cry about people... Love you in spite of the stupid shit that you do. Well, that's great. And we're really happy for you. you 100%. But you're still awful. Yes. (laughs) People don't really care about what you do. They care about who you are or something that she said. No, actually, people do care about what you do. I think your friends and family care about what you do. And also,
0: a lot of the times, what you do is a reflection of who you are.
1: Yes. They go hand in hand. It's not one or the other.
0: I'm not saying because you slept with a rando at a wedding that you're a bad person. I am not saying that. But because you went on The Bachelor to try to get attention because you slept with that rando. That's what we have an issue with. And
1: I also want to highlight like this idea that keeps popping up in like dumb people's mouths (laughs) (laughs) is the idea of my truth, okay? You know what, you guys? There are not, this is the problem right now. There are not variations on the truth. No. We don't get to have my truth. There's a perfect word for this and it's called perspective. We are all allowed to have our perspectives on things. But we don't get to have our own truths. This is like what happened with literally. I love the word literally until it was torn from me. Until it was
0: literally Until it was literally used, used to just
1: emphasize words. Literally used to mean something it doesn't anymore. So I would like to argue that if you're going to take truth away from us, I want perspective to mean what truth used to mean. I need a word to mean what facts? Yes. Mean because this is not like we don't get to have like my truth is not that I am like a person who wants to be like recognize as a writer. My truth is I host a podcast with a very dear friend. My truth is I'm married to a man. My truth is things that are actually happening, not just something that I want to be.
0: Right. My truth is not that I am an effervescent being that came from the planet Zipterdo. My truth is that I am a human being that lives on the planet earth. Like your truth, Liz is not that you were, you went on the bachelor and got bullied. The tr- your you truth get is that you, you went on The Bachelor and people called you out on your shit.
1: You got recognized for who you are. Exactly. That's what happened. Speaking of, and we're going to wrap this up, but Taylor, girl... In People the same don't like way. You. You're not getting shame because you're a counselor. You're getting shame because you're a bad counselor. And also, you,
0: <laughs> it seems like you're a snob because every one of those women said that you were a snob. And everybody
1: on that panel that felt like Corinne napping was an insult to them, you're not the bachelor. If Nick was pissed about the napping, sure. He has every right to be. But, like, why do you care? You're not, like, if, he, if she. Pers- I honestly
0: think they cared because they were asleep or they were sleepy and she was the one that was just like, fuck this shit. It, I'm gonna do what I and want and you know
1: what she still won
0: yeah so you know what do you w- do what you want live your truth
1: are you on the same page with me now about Corinne now, like I know she still was crazy at the end but like she's, she's like, the only one up there that knows the gig
0: she's the only one that knows the gig and also she's the only one that's just like yeah this is what I'm gonna do I will say that she, she can be a master manipulator yes. and twist the truth.
1: 100%. For sure. But most of my favorite people on reality TV are master manipulators. She That's went in why, there like, knowing
0: what the gig was, and she, yeah. she did it very well. She did well. It.
1: and she's going to clean up on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my God,
0: she's going to do so well.
1: And the last thing I will say on this is that, back to you, Taylor, Corinne is not the reason that people hate you. People hate you because of what you said and how you acted. She doesn't have that power. No. And if any of your clients leave you because of what Corinne said, you did a really shitty job as a counselor because uh, they're listening yeah. to Corinne exactly. over you. So
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: Taylor, goodbye. Liz, goodbye. Everyone else, I wish you all the best.
0: You guys are doing just fine. Yeah. Except you decided to be on The Bachelor, which I yeah, and actually
1: that. I will give major credit. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name, but the one that looks like Rumor Willis. Who kept leaning in and like defending Corinne throughout? She was right behind Corinne and would like lean in. Yeah, I give. I mean, she doesn't need to like stick her neck out for Corinne, and I think everyone probably wanted to because it's clear that no one liked Taylor.
0: That that is very clear. But they're all
1: scared of her. But I
0: also I also took that to be very thirsty from Josephine, and maybe she was edited out as Corinne's buddy in the show. But I don't know. Also, her makeup. I'll take any thirst for Corinne
1: because she walked off set and got a glass of champagne. And I was like, "Good Corinne,
0: for you." <laughs> Corinne was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna need camera A on me because I'm gonna need to walk out." Yes. Um, also, can I? Who can I give the recipe to cheesy pasta to? She came in. She said what she needed, and she did it. For and opening I the bottle of that. champagne. Yeah, it was adorable. She, I'm like ready for her smile. Like, out. fuck it. I like
2: Corinne.
1: All right, let's flip our wigs. Let's
2: flip our wigs. It's time to flip your wigs.
1: You start. How are you? Us- I have a bunch, but I'll only do a few.
0: Okay, I'm going to do my top three.
1: Okay, I'll do my top three, too.
0: Um, I want to talk about not this past week's Girls episode, but the week before when Matthew Rise of The Americans was a guest star. Have you I watched it? I haven't seen
1: it yet, but Nick watched it and really liked it, and I would like to see it. So I'm not try to not, not to about spoil it. To, okay.
0: I would have to spoil it to talk about it. Okay. So we'll talk about it next week when you've okay. seen it. thank you. Um, do you want to talk about fucking Get Out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um without
1: I think I don't think we, we should spoil it. We shouldn't it too, spoil it because this is too um, this so is too good. We're a movie. just gonna
0: say, and this is gonna be one of my popcorn or my flip wigs, sorry. Um, Get Out is a masterful movie. I can't wait to watch more of what Jordan Peele does. Yes. Um if you haven't seen it, you should one hundred and ten percent go see it. I know it's hard with movies like this because it's like I don't know. People have hyped it up so much so it might not be as good as as they're saying or whatever. Just go in with an open mind and you're going to love it. it. Don't go in go in with preconceived mot- notions like it's not going to be like I don't know. Just go fucking see it. It's so good.
1: <laughs> it's so true. It's so good. And also, anyone who is hesitant because it's a scary movie, it's not scary.
0: It's more of a suspense thriller than anything. There's a
1: couple jump out moments, but there's nothing that's gonna like leave you with nightmares. <laughs> Although my dear friend Jackie,
0: did she have nightmares? She slept with the lights
1: on. <laughs> but it's not scary. It's not Sorry, scary. Jackie, it's not I scary. know.
0: I there are people that are more sensitive to the to the like tense. There is. There, it's very tense. The yeah. whole thing is tense, which by design. But it's it's masterful. Go see it and then look up the Reddit threads about the missed things, um, the things that you missed in it because there are so many things and it's amazing.
1: Um, I would like to first talk about the New Lord single.
0: Oh, good, because that was my number two.
1: Okay. Uh, it's called Green Light and it took me about four listens and then I was in. And then I saw the video. The and video. like, I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm with her floating I, on air i watch it with the video so happy first. to have her back. And yeah. that's probably the way I should have seen it. Because the first time I listened to it, I was like, it feels a little half-baked, which is always something I need to keep in mind when I listen to a song for the first time, mm-hmm. is that it feels half-baked because it's the first time you've ever listened to it, right. idiot. Like, give it a few more listens, except for Katy Perry's. Katy Perry's I got on, like, one and a half.
0: See, I've still only listened to that one time. But I saw her, no, I guess twice, because I saw her perform at the Grammys. I love
1: the new Katy Perry, but I love the new lore. I mean, like we're having another. I feel like another slew of a girl pop season. season. Michelle Branch's new stuff. Come on, really? I haven't
0: listened to it yet. (laughs) I love that you make a face. Like it's I not. I just good. don't like her voice. She and Vanessa a Carlton go. drive me crazy. Okay, i to it. If you
1: ever put you Vanessa Carlton's name in your mouth at the same time as Michelle Branch's again, I will slap it out. Vanessa Carlton both has not done no, 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 we're not doing this right now. Okay. Fight.
0: Move on. <laughs> because they're both nasally.
1: Vanessa Carlton had one song. Michelle Branch has had at least seven. I'm sorry.
0: Vanessa Carlton is still producing records that is I get. She? Yeah. <sighs> And they were nasally, like Michelle Branch. I do like Michelle Branch. I think she's great-ish. I don't know. I don't like her. Don't do us Ellison any favors. We're fine without you. You know what? Don't you. do me any favors.
1: Okay, so the New Lord's great, you guys. We'll put the video on the page. Also,
0: I will say that Jack Antonoff, who is Lena Dunham's boyfriend, um, he is an incredible producer of music. Anything. he did,
1: what did he produce? He
0: produced Lord's new single. Oh, I didn't know that. He produces so many things. He
1: is incredibly talented. He's
0: incredible, and he was smart
1: enough to get away from Nate Ruess, who seems like a pain he in seems the ass. Real, time. and I'm not even going to say seems. I saw a fun concert at the Greek like three years ago, and, and I it love was their a album. really really hot night. It was a Monday, and he pretty much chastised the crowd for not being into it enough.
0: He also was part of The Format, which was a band that he did in Ari- He was a part of in Arizona. Great records called Dog Problems. I loved it so much. And that band fell apart. And yeah. now it seems like fun's falling. He has an amazing voice. And he's he a does. great songwriter. Yeah. but
1: He's a pain in the fucking ass. Seems like a
0: little fucking
1: and I'll just, child. Yeah. Because here's the thing, Nate. I paid for this ticket for you to perform.
0: I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: I could sit up here and read a newspaper. And you're still going to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me.
0: That song he did with Pink, though, is still great. fire. Um, so we talked about Chrissy Teigen last week. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'm very. Happy. <laughs> you are, you're like a human burp walking around. Um, we're gonna talk about her again because she wrote a piece for Glamour magazine about her postpartum depression. Did you read this? No. It was incredible. Incredibly moving, incredibly informative, incredibly real. Like Chrissy Teigen is known for being real, but she she made it clear that like people's lives on social media, no matter how much we're like, oh, she's the realest chick, whatever. It's not their lives. Right. She opened up about how she's been suffering from postpartum depression for since Luna was born. And she's almost a year old. Like her joints ached, She didn't want to leave the house. She fell into, like, a deep depression. It wasn't the the kind of textbook way of people talking about depression which is, like, oh, you hate your kids and that kind of thing. That is one way that it manifests, but it manifests in many different ways and it affects a lot of different women. And I'm so happy that a mother, especially one whose life seems picture perfect, came out and said, like, this is something I've been struggling with and it's not over. You know, like, she's still dealing with it and... She will be dealing with it for a while and she also commented on how she and John would like to have more kids and this is just like information that she's going to bring into that. So it's a great read. Anybody that, you know, suffers from mental mental illness or, you know, like family planning or anything, go read it. Or if you just want to see a different side of a celebrity that's fucking hilarious and great and usually shows a very real side of herself, like a little bit of a deeper cut. It's glamourmagazine.com. She wrote um, one of their columns. That was great.
1: I think that's awesome. And I think it's especially important now where we are coming into a new era of people being told, don't complain.
0: Yes. Because
1: you are this, because you are that. Like it's it's the, you know, black lives matter. Our lives matter too. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't complain. And for right. someone with a high profile to come out and... I'm not likening this to complaining. I'm saying that's what someone would be saying to right. her. But to share what their experience is will balance out all, like, as a, at least in a fraction, mm-hmm. all that negative noise of people saying, get over it, get over it, get over it. Because it trickles down. like, Absolutely. That is heard by women who are genuinely suffering with postpartum depression and don't have a resource. But if they see it from a woman like Chrissy, who, like you said, is out there, gorgeous on the red carpet and And she feels like I feel, Oh, thank God.
0: Right. And I'm sure like this was to offset some of the criticism that she was probably bracing herself for, but she mentioned, she was just like, my mom lives with us and we have a nanny and I'm still feeling this way. Like it's not a socioeconomic thing. It's not a woman who's too poor to care, care for her children, not care for her children, but like, have help or feel stressed out because she's working too much when their her son or daughter is just a week old like mm-hmm. it it affects everyone and
1: there are too many us weekly features people magazine features about how i got my baby body back with these other celebrities 100%. who pop up and all of a sudden they're glowing like no shade on jessica alba but i feel like she has a baby every six weeks and she's there with a fucking bunch of celery and she's doing Pilates and then if you are home and you're like breaking out and tired and your ankles hurt, you're you like, God like damn it, what did I do wrong?
0: One of my favorite, I mean, we all know I love Pink so much, but she came out like two months after she had her second child and it was like her first day back in the gym and she was like, I've got 30 pounds to lose, haven't lost it yet and she's like, that's because I'm normal mm-hmm. and I was just like, Thank God for you. Because, yeah, like so many celebrities are just like one week postpartum. How I got my baby body back. It's like, that's not. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need to be in the Pilates studio the day after you have a child.
1: How you got your baby body back, sure. Lentils and great exercise. But let's talk about the three nannies too. Can we factor them in? Can we please? Can we just make sure that they're in the equation? That's all. If we can put them in the equation, then it's fair.
0: And also recognize that like... This may not be right for you. Maybe it's going to take two weeks, two months, two years—a struggle for the rest of your life—to get back to the place you were before you have a child, and that's okay. Your body changes. That's what happens. Yep. Anyway,
1: that was a that was a long one, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this is a quick one because you have two more, right?
0: Mm-mm.
1: No, you only have one more. Mm-mm. <laughs> you have no more.
0: <laughs> no more. <laughs>
1: Well, then I'll just do two quickies in a row, and we can wrap it up. Perfect. And you guys can go along your way.
0: Live your lives. Live
1: your best lives. Um, I just want to say real quick, there's too much TV, and it's a great thing, but I don't know how to balance that. American Crime, Fargo, Drag Race, and The Real Highs of New York will be back in the next month. I may have to go into hibernation for a little bit. There's too much TV.
0: I might. I thought about this long and hard. I might watch Real Highs of New York. Coming up. I don't promise, but I might do it. You guys, I'm not looking at Lindsay right now. I'm I not, just feel like I have to watch past seasons to know what's going on, and I just don't have the time for that.
1: Could we do something where one week... I'm not looking at Lindsay right now because I'm so excited by this. Could we do something one week where we just do a 15-minute catch-up for you and the listeners that will be a bonus episode, and if you wanted to listen to it too at home... I could just walk you through all you need to know. It wouldn't even be fifteen minutes. It'd be ten minutes.
0: Can well, we, we do can that? do. Well, we don't want people to like go out of their way to listen to ten minutes. But so let's make it fifteen okay, worth okay, their okay. while. Come okay. on, Paul. I'm like
1: my heart just started pounding. She didn't tell me. This is like <laughs> when you told me. I told you you were watching The Bachelor. Okay, we're not gonna. I don't want to like gonna, burst okay. this bubble right now because right. I feel like you are gonna get scared off.
0: Well, the problem is reality. Oh, sorry, reality check wise. I would like to focus on RuPaul.
1: Yes, and we will be.
0: But, but there
1: should be a little bit of, oh, my God, I can't take this right we now. We could it's do
0: a small segment. I'm you know so what? Happy. Those could be so our happy. weeks between. We could talk about Real Housewives. I'm so happy right now. Okay. We'll this figure is, it out. We'll figure it feels out. Like, we'll figure it out.
1: I feel like I'm, Okay. So the, the thing I will end on is this. I was, uh, as I mentioned, I was on a little road trip last week. And um, my friend, my beautiful, wonderful friend Jackie and I drove up Who the Jackie? coast. Who Just Jackie? Just kidding. We know you, Jackie. <laughs> we drove... <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a noise that was beyond my control that came out of my body. You Jackie, sounded, That you made, you made that happen.
1: You sounded like Peach Dragon.
0: <laughs> From a,
1: the original, not the remake.
0: Oh, I don't even know the original <laughs> or the remake, so you're in the clear.
1: Anyway, we drove up the coast in an RV. It was amazing. Um, if you guys have any interest in a free RV, you should look at um, transfercarus.com. They give you free RVs. That's all I'm going to say. You can figure out the rest. But we drove up the coast, and we ended up in Oakland, California. We went to San Francisco for the day. We were having lunch outside, and we heard an incredible street musician by the name of Mark Coleman. Ooh. And he had the voice of an angel. He did mostly covers, but every song he covered, I was like, I want to hear this song right now. This is amazing. This is amazing. And we're surrounded by people in the Embarcadero who are just kind of like eating their lunch But it was a Friday. I was like, can anybody else clap for this person? Or is that just like something that we can't do? Because how often do we go to concerts and pay $50 to stand? Because, yes, it's Amos Lee. Fantastic. But this guys he's just here right now performing for you while you're enjoying your lunch. And you don't have to give him a dime, but you could clap, maybe. Sure, yeah. So I would like to just give a shout out to Mark Coleman. And I would like we're gonna post his uh, YouTube uh, channel. He's a, he's an up and coming street musician. He tell he said to the crowd he does this five days a week. Good for you, Mark. That's Coleman. his thing. He's out there. This is what his passion is. He only learned guitar according to his YouTube channel like maybe a year and a half ago. Wow. But he's out there doing his thing. Uh, he's great, super talented. We're gonna post his YouTube, and I commented on one of his videos like, "Can I post your audio to our podcast?" So. There's a chance we might put a song on at the end of the episode, um, but I also don't want to like get us in any trouble. But he's really talented, so check out his music. Um, Mark Coleman with a C. It'll be on the web page. And maybe he'll be a star someday. Who knows?
0: How many Mark Coleman's with a K are Well, what's there? weird
1: is that there's a Mark Coleman um, MMA fighter.
0: Oh. I Tommy Googled Two him, Punch?
1: Tommy Two Punch. <laughs> he goes by Tommy Two Punch.
0: Right, of course he does. Mark he Coleman, Tommy two, two
1: Punch. Because right. he knocks you out. Two not with him. one punch and but not with punches. three. It's a one, two. yeah.
0: I, I would like to... I keep bumping the mic with my lip and that may be the crinkle. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing is the crinkle.
0: Also, my lips are just so full and glorious. Uh... <laughs> So, I would like to end the podcast by saying, California, we had elections yesterday and less than 12% came out. So, fucking buck up (laughs) and go to your local elections because they are just as important. That's it.
1: That's it, you guys. You're off the hook. At least we didn't tell you to comment. Or give us five stars. Oh, no, do that too. Oh, shit. Damn it. We did. Yeah. Just we, did.
0: we just did. But you know what? You want to because you love us.
1: Um, we are very grateful for you listening and uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. And we'll
0: see you next week. Yeah, we'll
2: be back next week.
0: Follow us on Instagram too. Okay, bye. Bye. I'd
2: say love was a magical thing. I'd say love. Run!